Hello guys and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly. I am your host Maddie Maple and today's episode is going to be a solo episode all about my journeys at Burning Man and a little bit of a personal update of where I'm living, what I'm doing. Plus I'm going to answer an amazing hotline submission at the very end all about uh, burnout from your business and how I structure my days. I hope you guys love this episode. excited to be recording this episode. Like I said, today is a solo episode and um, God, this one's a long time coming and I know I kind of feel like the Burning Man train is coming gone and like, I'm like, is it too late for a Burning Man episode? But I don't care. I have been wanting to sit down and share about my experience because it was so profound for me. And also um, just share with you guys like the exciting things that I have going on. Uh, This episode is really just like a personal sit down and chat with Maddie episode. Um, I will be answering a hotline question at the end. um, But yeah, I really just wanted to sit down and just like talk about Burning Man and what's been happening these past couple weeks and my plans for this winter. And yeah, I just want to talk about it all. So Um, yeah, it's been quite a few weeks since Burning Man has been over, but I honestly feel like I needed that much time to like process everything that happened to even be able to record this episode. Like Burning Man is not your average like music festival. I feel like I saw it as just like a really long music festival and it's not. It is a journey. It is a whole experience. It is like its own monster. And yeah, I mean, if I would have recorded this episode like right after Burning Man, I probably, it's still hard for me to put it into words, but it would have probably been even harder for me to just like even put into words what I experienced. I feel like I'm still processing parts of it. And also a lot of it is kind of a blur, if I'm being honest. Like, I think I definitely experienced my first Burning Man exactly how I was supposed to, of just like taking it all in and receiving it all and like just, I don't know, just partying it up, honestly. And I was just like all over the place and going here and going there. And of course, I tried to stay super duper present, but I feel like your first Burning Man, it's just, it's a lot. Like, it's very, very overwhelming and like overstimulating like not necessarily in the production of it but in like what it has to offer and all the people and the experiences like there is just so much going on it's it's hard to even know what to do honestly like there are so many parties so many different like sound camps and stages and like food and activities like you almost don't even know like where to go but the thing with that is like the playa this sounds so I'm I'm already like a life lifetime burner this sounds so funny and cheesy but like the playa knows where you need to go the playa knows what you need and there were so many times in at Burning Man where I knew this would like happen but like when it was happening I was still blown away at how like magical and miraculous and like almost divinely orchestrated the whole experiences like the the synchronicities or like randomly running into somebody or just the way that things work out is crazy so the first experience that I wanted to share with you guys by the way it's like 11 p.m and I'm supposed to be packing to go to my retreat fruition and I'm going to LA first Then I go to San Diego. Then I'm going to Tulum and it is 11 PM. My flight is at eight tomorrow. 
I am not packed at all. I am supposed to be packing. And I don't know why my voice is like so raspy right now. But it's probably because I'm exhausted. But I was like, if I do not record this episode right now, like I'm, ne- I'm never going to record it. Um, because yeah, I'm about to host a retreat and then I'm going to land in Tulum and I'm like, I just need to fucking do this. Um, but one of the first experiences that I want to share, just like, just speaking of synchronicities, you guys, do you guys remember the story that I shared with you about Costa Rica where we were at Selva and we took like a microdose, um, of LSD And then, so like we wanted to take a little bit more and somebody had the spray bottle and we took a couple more sprays and it like sent me into like a different universe, right? Like we, yeah, long story short, it was just a crazy experience. And like the acid that we took was such a big part of that. And the, the people that gave us the acid with the spray bottle, right? I met them in Costa Rica. They were so cool. We hung out with them that night. And that night ended up being one of the best nights of my life thus far. Like that was a core memory. That was just an insane night. It was one of the best nights of my life. Okay. So I met Burning Man and we're at the stage and Diplo was supposed to be playing there. Okay, this is a whole side note. Diplo was supposed to play at the stage, which at at Burning Man, it's not really like about the music. Like it is, but it isn't. Um, We got there and Diplo wasn't playing and we're like, where's Diplo? And they're like, we have no idea where he is. Like, it's not like there's these perfect set times. It's just everyone's just like in flow and doing their thing. So Diplo was supposed to be there. He's not there, but it ended up being one of my favorite sets of the whole entire week. Like, It was like five guys playing a back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back and playing like the deepest, sexiest bass music, like like what Ganja White Knight used to be, but better. I don't know. It was just so wubby and so good. Like I am a total househead, but I do love my, my bass music if it's like deep and wubby. And I was just in heaven, you guys. I was having the time of my life. And I'm with my friend and he's talking to somebody and then he like taps me on the shoulder and he's like, Maddie, I want you to meet my friends. I'm like, okay, cool. So I turn around, I go over, I'm like, hi, I'm Maddie. I give him a hug. And then I like look at him and I'm like, you look so familiar. Okay. And remember, I'm like having the best night of my life. Not, not like the best night of my life. I'm at like one of the best sets of my life, having like the best time ever. And I turn around, I meet this guy and I'm like, oh my God, you look so familiar. I'm like, do I know you? And he's like, you look familiar. And we're both sitting there just looking at each other. Like, where do we know each other from? And oh my God, I am in the middle of this ginormous desert. I'm in the middle of the playa. There are hundreds of parties happening, hundreds of parties And I look at him and I'm like, oh my God, you were the one that gave me the LSD in Costa Rica. Holy fucking shit. I I was mind blown. Okay. I was like, there's no way I'm seeing you here right now. And he goes, yeah. Um, I, and, and my friend introduced me to him. Okay. Apparently he's from Grass Valley. And you guys know, I spend a lot of time in Grass Valley and it's like my favorite place in the world. And so then I like meet up with friends later on in the week and they all know these people. Like all of my friends are friends with these people that pretty much curated one of the best nights of my whole entire life. It was insanity. Okay. I, there are so many like there's so many people there that I wanted to see that I did not see, even if I was looking for them. And then there's so many people that I ran into that, like, I just couldn't even believe I, I was running into them. Like, one of my other friends that I met online, we ran into each other multiple times at Electric Forest, and we ran into each other three times on the playa. What does that mean? 
What does that mean? Because there were times where I would lose my friends and you look out at the playa, you guys, it's so big. Like you, you feel like you're riding your bike for miles in one direction. And like, there's still more playa to discover. And there's everything that you can think of out there. Like we found a movie theater one night. We found like an art car that was like a diner at one point, like just, just cooking up diner food and you can just go sit at the diner and it's like this moving art car and there's art and there's food and there's like, you'll be like driving, you'll be riding through the playa and you'll be with your friends and you'll be like, oh my God, we're starving. And then you'll just hear someone yell, tacos, tacos. And you're like, oh my God. And you drive over there and someone's just cooking up tacos and having a bonfire. And then you're just having a bonfire eating tacos with a bunch of strangers. And then you drive away and then you find like an old Western bar in the middle of nowhere. Like you're in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Um, it's insanity. What was I even saying? What was I even saying? Anyway, I, I can't remember what I was saying, but I would just like, this place is ginormous. You guys, how do you just run into people randomly like that? Um, but one of the nights I was with a bunch of my friends and I wanted to go meet up with my other friends and I knew where they were going to be. So I ditched my friends and I went to go find my other friends. And then when I went to that other stage where I knew they would be, they weren't there. So I start freaking out a little bit and I'm like, oh my God, I just left my friends to meet up with my other friends and they're not here. So now I'm all alone at Burning Man in the middle of the playa. And I did keep having the thought of like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Like that was in the back of my head. But at the same time, I was like not ready to accept that maybe I needed to have like a solo journey. I just like wasn't ready to accept that yet. And so I go to this other stage. My friends aren't there. And so I'm like, fuck, I need to go find my other friends. So I go back to where I left them. They're gone. And I am looking out at the playa and I'm like, like, I am never going to find them. It, it is near impossible. Like I said, you run into people at the most random times when you're not expecting it. But when you want to find someone, you're never going to find them. Like hardly ever. Unless you really set like a time and like a meeting spot, um, which that's another fun part. Like obviously you have no service. So everyone usually has like notepads or whiteboards like at their camping spot. So you'll know where your friends are camped and you can like go right on their whiteboard and say like, meet me at this spot and just like hope they show up. Um, which towards the end of the week, my friends were like writing on my whiteboard and I never showed up because I never went back to camp and I joined a whole nother camp, which we'll get to that. But I'm looking out at the playa and I'm like, there is no possible way that I am going to find my friends. And I, I'm like trying to hold it together at first because I was having the best night of my life. You guys, I was having so much fun, so much fun with my friends, feeling so connected to my friends. Like I was not in the mood for a solo adventure. Maybe another night I would have a solo adventure, but not this night. Like I was having so much fun. So I start panicking and I'm like riding my bike around to anywhere that I think my friends might be and just no luck, no luck, no luck. Finally, I go to this um, sound camp called Camp Mystic and I hadn't been in there yet. I'm like, okay, I'll go check it out. So I go in there. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to vibe in here for a sec. Maybe someone will show up. Maybe I'll see someone I know. And I finally see someone that I know. And it's not like one of my best, best friends, but it's, it's a good friend, right? Like almost friend of a friend that I met in Grass Valley. And I see her and I run up to her and I'm like, oh my God. And like up until this point, I like I was riding around the playa frantic and I was definitely crying at this point. Like I was in tears. I was so upset that I had lost my friends. So I pretty much like run into her arms and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm so glad that I found you. Like, please take me in. I'm like, I don't want to annoy you. I don't want to just leech onto you. But like, hi, you are the only person that I've been able to find. Like, can I please hang out with you guys? She's like, absolutely. So we're hanging out there. I meet a bunch of her other friends. We're having the best time ever. Then the guy that I met in Costa Rica that I told you guys about, 
he shows up as well. I've saw them like five times. It was absolutely insane. They show up. The music is amazing. And we are just having the best time. And I was like, okay, I need to just trust in the universe. I need to just trust in the playa. Like everything is happening for a reason. And it totally did because those friends that I met that night, I pretty much ended up staying the rest of the week with um, because I know I'm just like hopping around right now. I have like no order to what I am sharing with you guys. I'm just like just laying it all out there. But pretty much we couldn't stay in our trailer because our generator wouldn't run our AC. And so our trailer was just a fucking hot box and it was almost unbearable to be in there. Um, so yeah, I ended up staying with these other friends that I met that night and just having the best week with them. Like I totally planned on being with these other friends and I planned on being in my trailer and I planned on eating this food and showering in my shower and wearing these outfits. By the last days, I had the cutest outfits planned. I wanted to create so much content and... Oh, excuse me. I don't know what's going on with my voice. Um, by the end of the the week, I was literally, I literally wore my pajamas on the last day. I was supposed to, that's like the party day where, where like everyone's there. It's the biggest party. Everyone's dressed up the cutest. I was literally in pajamas. Um, yeah, we accidentally spoiled our food because I put ice on top of it and it got soaked. And then we didn't get ice one day. And it all went bad. Our fridge broke. Our gray water tank wasn't emptied. So we couldn't use our shower. We couldn't use our water. All of my outfits. I had like 10 outfits that I didn't wear. Um, but it was exactly what it was supposed to be. Like it was exactly what it was supposed to be. The people that I met, the conversations that I had, the experiences that I had, every single part of it. Even if you're in it and you're in the moment and like you have a thought of like, I should be here, I should be there. Nope, you should be exactly where you are. And I feel like I was reminded of that so many times in this experience of just like everything is perfect, you know, like everything is just falling into place exactly as it should. And every experience, good or bad, is for a reason. And, um, yeah. Oh my God. It was, it was just so incredible, you guys. Um, but kind of going back to touch on like the whole thing with our trailer and what happened with that, like, guys, we were so prepared. It like was not even funny how prepared we were. We were preparing for weeks. And when we were going out there, our friend kept saying like, you know, I hope you guys are okay out there. Like you guys are going to need a man to like help you with like tools and this and that. And we were like, whatever, like we don't need a man. Like we do not need a man. It was just me and my girlfriend going, we're like, we don't need a man. And he just kept saying like, you guys are going to need a man. You guys are going to need a man. So when we show up to Burning Man, we pretty much, we like self name our trailer camp. I don't need a man because at Burning Man, like every camp has its own name and its own theme. And so we were just like kind of joking. We're like, our camp is camp. I don't need a man. And literally we ended up needing men the whole time. Like we couldn't use our trailer. We needed help with our generator. We needed food. We needed a shower. We needed AC. Like we needed everything. We planned for everything and like none of it worked out. Yet everything worked out perfectly. Like I wouldn't trade that experience for the world because it it just became the most iconic, funny joke of the whole experience that like camp, I don't need a man was completely dependent on men and in the best way, like in the most supportive way. Like I love being an independent woman that's like, I don't need a man. But at the same time, it's like we love men and we love support. And the biggest thing about Burning Man is you know, they really do preach like this radical self-reliance, right? Radical self-reliance. But at the same time, like if you need someone, if you need something, there is a camp for anything that you might need, right? There's like camp 
I don't, I need an adult. There's camp Zendo, which there are camps that like, if you need help or you're having a bad trip, there's camps that give you massages. There's camps that do bike repair. There's camps that, that feed you. There's, you know, tons of camps with free drinks and everything is free. And yes, radical self-reliance. And also Burning Man was the most loving and supportive and giving community I've ever stepped foot in. Like the the rave scene preaches plur so much. Burning Man has the fucking plur. Like people are just so caring and giving and just they don't expect anything in return because everybody gives to the playa in one way or another. And that's one thing <clears throat> that I'm like most excited about when I go back to Burning Man next year is now that I really like experienced Burning Man, I'm excited to go back and, you know, think of how can I give to the playa? Like what, what can I create or what gifts can I share to make the, like make Burning Man a better experience? Because that's what makes Burning Man such an incredible experience is that everyone is putting so much into it. Nothing is created by Burning Man. It's all created by burners. It's created by the participants. Like it is created by the community. And I feel like that's just like what makes it a thousand times better. Is that like, the people enjoying the experience are the people who built it, you know? Other festivals, it's like you go there and it's pretty much like already set up for you, you know? The the creators of the event set it all up. Not with Burning Man. It's like everybody pitches in to simply share art, share love, share music, and to make sure that everyone has an incredible experience. And it's like just so beautiful. Like the release that can happen there, the growth, the up level, the everything. Like it was just mind-blowing. And But the one thing I would say about Burning Man is like you can't just like go to Burning Man. I feel like Burning Man has to come to you a little bit. Um, a lot of people on TikTok were asking me like, what, like, do you have to, do you have to have like an invite to come to Burning Man? It seems like you have to have like an invite. You don't have to have an invite, but that being said, like, I feel like you have to kind of go with people that have gone before or be invited into a camp. I mean, you can definitely like find a camp to join and stuff like that, but I just feel like Burning Man comes to you in the right time and if I would have gone to Burning Man like a couple years ago, it would not have been the experience that I had. And God, yeah, it was just, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. I'm like trying to think of like what else I want to share, but it, it was like, it was like lessons of like survival and love and community, and growth, and like being human. It was like a, a spiritual experience, but not spiritual. Like, yes, spiritual in the way that you can go find like spiritual camps and do yoga or take workshops or meditation and breath work, but not even spiritual in that way. It's spiritual in the sense of like, you're like experiencing almost a lifetime within seven days and you're learning so many lessons and you're just like experiencing life to the fullest and having this like really really raw human experience and yeah needless to say I will be back year after year after year forever and ever but now that Burning Man is over, I feel like that was my season finale and I will be back for another season. But now that that is over, it has just been time for me to reground, recenter, recharge. And I've honestly been trying to like recharge from my adventures and my travels since like 
electric forest. Like there was like two months there where I was just like trying to recharge and I was staying at my dad's house. Then I was staying in Grass Valley and I was like trying to like recharge and I just felt like I wasn't recharging or I felt like something was missing and I just felt like, I don't know, I just like wasn't recharging. And when I came back from Grass Valley, so I was in Grass Valley, I went to Burning Man, stayed in Grass Valley a couple more weeks. Then I came back to Utah and I was like, I had like a mini meltdown. I was like PMSing so bad, first of all. So my emotions were just like really, really high. (laughs) But I had this meltdown and I had been feeling this way for a while. I had been feeling for a while like I really wanted a home. But I had already booked um, my Airbnb in Tulum and I booked this Airbnb for five months. And so I pretty much have like a short term like lease. Like I have like a rental, you know, in, in Tulum. I have a home in Tulum. And so I was like, I can just hold off till Tulum. I can hold off till Tulum. Um, but then I kept like, I would be like driving and I would be like daydreaming about how I would decorate an apartment. And I'd go in a store and I would see like home decorations and I would be like so sad that I couldn't buy them. And I was like, what am I doing? Like I like, why am I having these thoughts or having this desire? I have been enjoying traveling and living out of my suitcase so much. Like for the first like four months, it was a dream. And I couldn't even fathom like have like living in one spot. Like I was having the time of my life. Um, but I, that's a lesson here is like desires change and what your soul needs changes, what your soul desires to experience changes. And everything that I went through, you know, after the breakup and traveling and being a nomad, like it was everything that I needed and it was so fucking incredible and perfect. Um, but yeah, then I definitely started feeling this, like I, I need a home base. Like I want to be, I want to be at home. I want to feel at home. I want to be able to unpack my suitcase. I want to be able to just be in my own space. And it almost like, it almost makes me emotional, like talking about it because I, so I had that meltdown on Sunday, like last Sunday whatever, whenever you guys are listening to this, I had this meltdown on a Sunday and Monday. So like Saturday, Sunday, I was like looking at apartments just to see what was out there. Sunday, I had this meltdown and I was like, I want a home. I want a home. I'm claiming it. It's there. The desire is there. I want a home. And, um, Monday I went and looked at a bunch of apartments Tuesday, I signed the lease agreement for my apartment. Wednesday, I picked up the keys. And like by that Saturday, I was practically moved in to my apartment. Like I took the week off work and I was like, I can't even put any energy into my business or anything else until I get into my home. And I am now recording from my apartment. I'm all alone and... Oh my God, I'm literally so emotional right now. Like, I have like never been so happy. I've never lived alone. And like, if there's another thing that I've learned over these past couple months, it's like how important my personal space is to me. Like, I am very introverted. I need to be alone to recharge. And being introverted or out, outroverted, what? Introverted or extroverted? has nothing to do with like how social you are like I'm very outgoing I love to like I love my people I love you know um like hanging out with my friends and my family and I love to party but like I recharge by being alone I'm just very introverted and like I've just realized like how much like I need like my space like even if I get married and have kids, like I need my own home, even if it is like a little studio apartment like I have now. But again, right? Desires change and I might feel completely different in a couple months. But right now I'm just like, I've never felt so grounded and happy and peaceful. And I finally feel like recharged. I finally feel like 
like I I finally feel like recharged like I finally feel like I can like be myself again and live again and like I just feel so much more myself and like decorating this apartment has been like one of the best experiences of my life thus far like I know that sounds so crazy but just like buying my pink dishes and my pink pots and pots and pans and my own bedding like I have wanted satin cheetah print bed sheets for so long but I could never have them because you know whatever I was living with someone that like would not want satin cheetah print bed sheets or you know I lived at home or whatever or didn't have money and to be able to have the freedom to create my space in the way that I wanted want it like I I just like don't want to leave but here I am at 11 30 p.m and I need to pack my suitcase I unpacked everything I was like I don't even care if I leave in two days I'm unpacking everything I have to pack and I have to leave tomorrow but I'm like already kind of dreading it and just like wanting to come back home because I just like want to spend time in my apartment which is so crazy because I'm about to go on an amazing adventure and live in Mexico and live in Tulum and that's also a dream of mine and I'm sure when I get to Tulum I'll be so happy and maybe I'll get to Tulum and I'll be like I don't want to leave Tulum but in this moment I haven't even left my apartment and I like already want to come back um which funny story I locked myself out of my apartment last night and I had a little menti b I had a little mental breakdown um, because I just wanted to be in my apartment so bad. <sighs> yeah, I just do not want to leave this space. I've never been so happy and so grateful. I like, I wake up every morning and I just look at my space, which by the way, it's literally just a studio. So it's not even like this big, miraculous, marvelous space. Like it is just a big ass room with like one wall as a kitchen. It's just a big ass room. Like my bed is right behind me, but like I prefer this over a one bedroom. I could have gotten a one bedroom for like the same price or even like less money. Um, but like the studio vibe is fucking everything. Like I wake up and I just like look around my apartment and I'm like, I'm home. Like, oh my God, I've never felt so at home. Oh my God. So tomorrow I leave. I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to go to Disneyland and then I'm going to go to San Diego and I have an Airbnb with Jane for a couple days. We're going to get ready for fruition. I'm going to host fruition next weekend, um, which I'm so fucking excited about. It's really come together. Um, so I'm going to host fruition. And then the day that fruition ends that night, me and Jane get on a red eye to our apartment in Tulum and um yeah I'm honestly planning on just staying in Tulum for like however long I feel like honestly and whenever I want to come home I'm going to come home for a little bit and then whenever I want to go back to Tulum I'm going to go back to Tulum and I decided I'm just going to split my time and you know and when I got this apartment I I was afraid that I was being impulsive or I was making a stupid money decision since I'm already paying for a home in Tulum. But it it was not impulsive. It was not a stupid money decision. I trusted my gut and I trusted my feelings and my emotions. And but I, you know, part of my decision making there was even if even if I'm never in this apartment or I'm here a couple days out of the month like that's enough for me. Like that is worth the money for me because it's even just, it's almost an energetic anchor. Like even just knowing in the back of my mind that like I have a home to go to and like all of my stuff is in one place. Like that's, that's everything to me. Even if I'm not here, just knowing that has brought me so much peace and grounding. So yeah, I'm going to be off to California and then Tulum, probably come back here in a couple weeks. And yeah, I'm going to be launching Metamorphosis. And I just launched um, my new three-day workshop 
uh, which is how to get whatever the fuck you want. Um, which I just love that I'm doing that because I feel like at this time in my life, I really do get whatever the fuck I want. And yeah, it's all about letting go and confidence and assertiveness and magnetism and manifestation. And yeah, I was going to do like a free masterclass, a free webinar. And then I decided, fuck that. Um, I, I've never done this before. I want to do a full immersive three-day experience. Um, so I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. If you guys want to sign up for that, it's only $11 and 11 cents. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fucking incredible. So I'm going to launch that and then I'm launching metamorphosis and yeah, I'm just going to be bouncing back and forth between spending time with my friends and my family here in Salt Lake city. Um, and then yeah, going to Tulum and, and experiencing the growth that Tulum has to offer for me as well. Um, cause Tulum is crazy vortex portal for growth. So I am so excited about that, but anywho, um, let's, let's answer a hotline call or a hotline submission to, um, end out this, this episode, which by the way, the link for the hotline submission is also in the show notes. It's completely anonymous. If you want to enter in uh, a question for advice or, um, ask about any specific topic. Uh, it's completely open and I'm always trying to yeah, answer as many as I can. So um, the submission that I want to answer today is a short one, uh, but someone wrote in, I tend to get overwhelmed with my business and sometimes feel defeated. Any advice? Also, how do you structure your days? So the first part of this question It's a little bit difficult to answer just because it's such a vague question and I don't know, like I would have to ask some, some probing questions to get to the bottom of truly why you feel overwhelmed, right? Because you could feel overwhelmed by so many things. You could feel overwhelmed by like the amount of tasks that you're giving yourself, or you could just feel overwhelmed with the way that you're organizing your tasks. Or it could just be your mindset about the tasks, right? Um, or it, it could be your doubts and your fears that are coming up when you have to get things done. So it could be so many things. You know, sometimes I feel overwhelmed and either it's because I'm putting so much on my plate that I don't need to be putting on my plate um, or I could just be like overcomplicating things and I just have to like take a step back and like look at things more clearly Um, Or sometimes, especially when it comes to content and like TikTok content for me, I can feel really overwhelmed, but I find that it's because I'm putting too much pressure on myself and I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking about it in the wrong way and I'm letting my fears and my doubts and my limiting beliefs get in the way because if I didn't have doubts or limiting beliefs or fears, it should run pretty fucking smoothly. So it's hard to know, like, is it the truly the number of tasks you're giving yourself or, you know, maybe some like inner work that needs to happen to just make the tasks run, like go more smoothly. But my advice would be to take a step back and look at what, what are my thoughts about my business right now, right? And these thoughts, like there might be some blind spots that you're not seeing. So really intentionally look at like, what kind of emotions am I feeling? Like not just overwhelmed. Am I feeling frustration? Am I feeling sadness? Am I feeling impatience? Am I feeling, you know, I know you said you felt defeated. Okay. Why do I feel defeated? Do I feel like I should be farther along or do I feel like I have too much to do or do I feel like I'm not doing enough or do I feel like I'm not doing it right, right? What's making you feel defeated? What's making you feel overwhelmed? And start looking at what are the types of thoughts and emotions, you know, specifically that are coming up for me Um, because sometimes we do just give it like a really like vague or broad label and so we just say, oh, I'm just so overwhelmed and just so overwhelmed well, we're never going to solve the overwhelm, the, the overwhelmment if we don't know where it's truly, truly coming from, right? And that's why I said, like, if I was coaching you right now, 
it would be amazing to like actually be on a call and be able to ask some more questions to make you see or think like even deeper, right? Like those probing questions. Um, but look into your, look a little bit deeper into like, what do I truly mean when I say overwhelm or what do I truly mean when I say defeated? But my next piece of advice with this that kind of goes into like, how do I structure my days? Um, I just recorded an episode about this actually um, a little bit and it was like, a, what did I call it? Like, it's all about energy, how, like taking care of your energy, right? And I started to realize for me personally, I was not setting up my like to-do list and my calendar in the right way. And I was putting so much on my to-do list that was unnecessary. It was just thing like random things that I would think of, I would like put on my to-do list or I would put things on my calendar that weren't efficient, right? So I started to look at my my to-do list and my calendar and started looking at what is actually urgent, what is actually important, what is actually going to move me forward in my business, what is actually going to create, like what is actually going to help me serve people and what is actually going to make me money, right? And as I went through each thing on my to-do list, I started to notice there's just so many things that it was just overwhelming me because I was just giving myself fucking almost like random things to do that maybe weren't necessary. So really go through like all of these things that you're feeling overwhelmed by, you know, business can be hard, but it is simple. I always say this to my students, like business isn't easy, but it is simple. You should always be doing something to get people into your audience. You should be doing something to warm up your audience. You should be doing something to close the sale and that's it. And that truly is it. Um, right. So bring people in, right. I use TikTok to bring people in. I use my podcast to warm people up. And then I use my Instagram to close the sale and talk about what I'm offering and get people into my programs. Um, so really you should just be like creating content and creating relationships and then just working on serving people and creating results. And, um, yeah, when, whenever I get overwhelmed in my business, I just bring it back to that and make it so simple. You don't need to be on all the social media platforms. You don't need to be doing a million things. You don't need to be creating a million types of content. You don't need to be like, there's just so many things that you don't need to be doing. Find the things that you love to do. Find the things that will actually move you forward in your business and just put the focus on those things and be consistent with them. And anytime I get overwhelmed in my business, like really, really overwhelmed to the point of like, I'm going to have a mental breakdown and I feel so defeated or I feel like, like, I don't know what to post on Instagram. I don't know what to launch. I don't know what to do. Like, I just feel just all over the place. I always just bring it back to like, how can I just serve? How can I serve? Make it simple. How can I serve? All right. I can make this one Instagram post. I can make this one TikTok. I can reach out to this one person, right? Um, and I just bring it, I always just bring it back to service and I just make it simple. But uh, going back again to like kind of how I structure my days. So I use Trello and Trello is my life force and Google Calendar. I would literally die without these things. And I use Trello and I have four different lists. So I have today to manifest. I have, um, what did I label it as? Um, next. So I have today, my today list, my next, uh, my next to manifest, my later to manifest, and then my reminders. So my reminders are just things that like maybe don't necessarily need to be done, but they're just like little reminder things that I need. Maybe they're like really far in the future or they're things that I just like need to remember to do often. Um, like a lot of times I need to check my, my, uh, Stripe account and just go through like payments. So I like keep that in there. Um, maybe a little like appointments that I need to set up, but it's not like necessary, but I'm just like, okay, there's just like little reminders, right? <clears throat> then I have my later to manifest. And these are things that like, I do not need to be thinking about right now at all. And 
I don't need to be thinking about them. And I put all of the things that are not urgent in my later. Um, and also I don't put anything on my Trello list that is not a necessity that I need to do. If there's something that I want to do, but it's not a need, I don't put it on my list and I just don't, I don't put it on my list. And if I remember it one day and I'm like, Oh, I want to do this and, and I have time, then I can do it. But I don't need to be adding that to my, my, this list that is like the things that I need to do. Okay. So I have my later, then I have my next. So these are things that like, I, I just move things over as they come closer to being more and more urgent. So my next to manifest list is obviously just the things that are coming up that I need to start thinking about. Maybe I need to start planning for a little bit. Um, and then obviously, or are there like the things that I want to do tomorrow or the next day? And then obviously my today list is the things like I need to do these things today. Um, and sometimes I move too many things in my today list. And even right now I'm looking at, I have like six things in my today list. I'm like, it is almost midnight. Like these do not need to be in that list. I need to move them into my next list. And maybe I need to move some of my things in my next list to my later list. Right. And so pretty much, pretty much every morning or every couple days, um, just depending on where I'm at in my, in my lists, I'll just go through and organize it all. And I'll go through each one too and be like, do I really need to do this? Is this really urgent? Um, I'll put dates on things. I'll put checklists on things. Um, if, if something can be done in 10 minutes, I just do it. I just do it right away. And that has helped me so immensely. Um, and then I'll also move into my Google calendar and the things that I have on my today list, I'll go into my Google calendar and I will, um, put it in my Google calendar of like, okay, I need to do these three things. I think I can do this thing around this time, this thing around this time, this thing around this time. And then throughout the day, I just move accordingly. You know, if I plan something for I, 1 p.m. and I, I'm eating lunch at 1 p.m., cool. Then I just drag and drop that thing that I needed to do at 1 and I drag it to 2. And I just kind of move things around and um, time block in that way. But I don't necessarily structure my days in terms of, all right, from this time to this time, I'm creating content. From this time to this time, I'm doing this. This time to this time, I'm doing this. Um, because I like to, you know, I have this like masculine structure, but <clears throat> I also like to like be very much in flow. And I like to like, I don't know, when I feel like creating content, then I feel like creating content. Some days I wake up and like, you know, I, I just don't want to create that day. I would rather, you know, clean or read or whatever it is. Um, but Mondays and Tuesdays I do calls with my team. So my mornings from like 11 to two are just calls with my team. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, I leave my availability open for client calls, for sales calls and for podcast guests. And then Monday and Friday are like my personal appointment days. So if I need to schedule anything like appointments with my accountant or a doctor's appointment, I do that on Monday and Friday. But I don't take work calls on Monday and Friday, like client calls. Um, but then other than that, I just kind of like flow with it and I wake up and I'm like, hey, what are what things do I need to get done? What would feel good to get done? Um, and I just kind of go from there. But last thing I'll say is like it has been a journey to find what works for me. You just really have to kind of kind of work with it like it's like a it's just a game like just kind of have fun with it of you know structure your day one way see if it feels good all right that doesn't feel good all right I'm going to try this instead that doesn't feel good okay I'm going to try this instead um but yeah I try to make like a staple for me having that morning routine where I wake up and um you know I journal I meditate I make my tea and then I sit down and I just you know uh, kind of just go through my to-dos, set up my day, um, and just, just go from there. But it's, it's a journey to find what feels good for you because, you know, at some times in, at some points in my journey, it feels so good to have like one type of structure and then my life changes and I need a completely different structure. So different structures are going to be supportive for you at different times. And you kind of just really have to like tune into, you know, sit down with your journal, 
meditate, like I said, dive into, all right, what, what is making me feel overwhelmed? What's overwhelming? What's making me feel defeated? Like what's actually underneath all of that? And then just, just brainstorm for yourself. Like you're smart, you're powerful, you fucking got it. You can look at that after you like dive into that for yourself and you can look at it and say, okay, this is what would be supportive for me. Or maybe I'll try this. Maybe this would be supportive for me. Um, you know, I really don't feel good when I do this. Okay, what can I create? What can I do? What kind of structure? What kind of habit can I create to make that feel better? And it's it's always a work in progress. It's always a journey. And um, yeah, you just kind of have to to play with it. And I'm and I'm still doing that for myself. But that's one of the best parts about my new space as well has been yeah, just being able to kind of create this more of a routine for myself and more of like a, yeah, just figuring out what feels good and um, figuring it out even more for myself because uh, it's, yeah, it, it flows, right? It's, it's always a flow. Sometimes you're busier, sometimes you're more free and yeah, you get to just kind of play with it. But um, whoever submitted this, if you are listening Um, I would also be very like intrigued and inspired and excited to coach you on this as well. So if you would want like an actual coaching call from me where we could dive into this even deeper, um, I would absolutely love that and feel free to shoot me a DM. But um, okay, guys, I think that's all I have for this episode. Um, Sign up for how to get whatever the fuck you want. It is um, the link for it is in my show notes. And um, I also have the Metamorphosis waitlist open. I'm going to be launching very, very soon, but get on the waitlist. I'm doing an insane early, early bird offer. It's not an early bird. It's an early, early bird just for my waitlist girls. So if you know that you are possibly interested in uh, doing Metamorphosis for this round, definitely get on that waitlist. Um, it's going to be really amazing and and exciting. So Um, anyway, I love you guys so much. If you guys love this episode, share it with a friend, share it with your family, share it with your followers, tag me on Instagram. Um, oh, by the way, also I'm doing a giveaway for how to get whatever the fuck you want too. So if you want $111 and 50% off any one of my courses, um, also look for the information about that on my Instagram. That reminded me when I talked about Instagram stories. Um, but yeah, share this episode on your Instagram story. If you loved it, I always love to hear from you guys. Um, if you really, 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 really love this episode, make sure you leave a rating and review. I would really appreciate it, but I'm so glad I got to sit down with you guys and just catch up and share a little bit about Burning Man. I know it's been a long time coming and yeah, just share some updates from my life. Um, but I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you guys all have the most beautiful week this week and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.